Hi, Medicare community. If you're aging into Medicare, don't go anywhere. In today's video, we're gonna talk about your initial enrollment period. Hi everyone, my name is Lindsay Ingle. I'm the Medicare expert for Elite Insurance Partners and MedicareFAQ.com. Now, Medicare comes with many different enrollment periods, and it's important to understand the difference between each one. Your initial enrollment period is the first window of opportunity you have to enroll in Medicare Part A and Part B, as well as Part D. Your initial enrollment period will be a seven-month window. It begins three months before your 65th birthday, will last the month through your birthday, and continue three months after your birthday. If your birthday happens to fall on the first of the month, then your initial enrollment period will begin the month before your 65th birthday. For example, if your birthday happens to fall on July 1st, then your initial enrollment period will begin March 1st, and your coverage will become effective one month earlier, which would be June 1st. It's important to know that your initial enrollment period only comes around once in your lifetime. The only exception is for those who are collecting Social Security Disability Income. Your initial enrollment period will come around twice. Your first initial enrollment period will begin 24 months after collecting Social Security Disability Income. Then, when you turn 65, you'll have another initial enrollment period. During this enrollment window, you can enroll in Original Medicare Parts A and Part B, as well as Part D. When you enroll during your initial enrollment period, you'll be able to avoid any late enrollment penalties that may come with Part B and Part D when you delay enrolling without having credible coverage. Also during this enrollment window, you can enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan. That's because your initial coverage election period for Medicare Advantage starts the same time your initial enrollment period begins for Part A and Part B. Your initial coverage election period also will be a seven month window that begins three months before your 65th birthday. Now, when it will end depends on when you enroll in Part B. Your initial coverage election period will end the last month before you enroll in Part B or the last month of your initial enrollment period. Now, when it comes to Medicare supplements, your initial enrollment period is important because it will activate your Medicare supplement open enrollment once you enroll in Part B. When you enroll in Part B, your six-month window to enroll in a Medigap plan without having to answer any health questions will begin. If you're collecting Social Security income before you turn 65, then you'll automatically be enrolled in both Part A and Part B when you age in at 65. Your Medicare card will arrive shortly before your 65th birthday. If you're not collecting Social Security by the time you turn 65, then you'll need to actively enroll in both Parts A and Part B. If you happen to be working for an employer that has less than 20 employees, have retiree insurance, or TRICARE, then you'll want to take advantage of your initial enrollment period and enroll in Part A and Part B. This is because your Medicare becomes primary and your retiree insurance, TRICARE, or employer coverage becomes secondary. If you do not enroll in Part A and Part B when you first become eligible, then you could be subject to paying 80% of your medical cost out of pocket. If you're working for an employer that has more than 20 employees, then your employer coverage will become primary. At this time, you'll have the option to enroll in Part A or Part B without incurring penalties if you delay coverage. Now, most people still choose to enroll in Part A since it's premium free for most. You can choose to delay enrolling in Part B and Part D since your current employer group coverage will be considered credible under Medicare and you'll get a special enrollment period to enroll when you leave the group coverage. Now, if you happen to miss your initial enrollment period, you'll have to wait until the general enrollment period to enroll in Part A and Part B. This enrollment period occurs annually between January 1st and March 31st. However, your coverage will not begin until July 1st. This could leave you with a gap in coverage. And if you went more than 12 months after your initial enrollment period, you could start to incur late penalties if you didn't have credible coverage. 
If you happen to not enroll in a Part D prescription drug plan during your initial enrollment period, the next opportunity you have to enroll in a Part D plan would be the annual enrollment period. This enrollment period occurs annually between October 15th and December 7th. Now, to wrap it all up, make sure you know when your initial enrollment period is so you can avoid any late penalties as well as gaps in coverage. If you have other coverage, it's important to know if it's considered primary or secondary coverage. Make sure to know if your other insurance is considered credible so you can avoid any late penalties. If you choose to enroll in a Medicare Advantage plan, you still have to enroll in both Parts A and Part B. Make sure to understand how your initial coverage election period works as well as when it ends. Once your Part B is in effect, your Medicare Supplement six-month open enrollment period will begin. During this time, you can enroll in a Medigap plan without answering any health questions. We'll make sure to include links to all the above points in the description below. Thank you so much for taking time to watch this video today. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Turn notifications on so you're notified each time we upload a new video. We also have a fantastic Medicare community on Facebook. We'll also include a link to this in the description below so you can join today. And until next time, bye.